Hello. Um, I'm just wondering, because I do yoga every day, and your path, you don't do yoga, but what do you do for physical exercise, or for the body? You meditate a lot, but what about the body? Thank you. For the monk, we, any kind of exercise we can do, but in, not in public. But uh, most of the things that we, we do is walking. I do walk quite a lot. Sometimes I do maybe 15 kilometers, something like that. And from time to time, uh, general, generous lay supporter might al allow us to use their swimming pool. And the monk very happy to go there and do swimming when they are on holiday. Hope it not polluted the uh, swimming pool when they come back. But we love it, and it not against the rule either. We we do exercise, but many many Thai monk and the, the monk that I met in Thailand, they do stretch like a lot of stretch. Sometimes like in the forest tradition, they don't have morning evening like we do in Amaravati in the morning. Uh, for the Thai, like we just we went for the a festival or some kind of invitation. We might stay in one room, 10, 20 monks there. And in the morning, the senior monk, he exercise and do the chanting. And he do chanting with exercise. And some monks, they do like Ajahn, Tanajan Suchito, he do Qigong. And some of them are very good in gymnastics. They do, they, but we not in in public. If it in public, it will be funny. And in the old day, when Amaravati start at the beginning, and we have bicycle inside, like the I don't know how to call that. You exercise, you don't go anywhere. You just and and the rumor was the monk in Amaravati they do bicycle, and the <laughs> and. And the rumor was reached the Thai embassy. That they didn't see that the monk do, they saw the monk do, do the bicycle around the monastery or go somewhere like that. <laughs> many, many exercise that we do, and we, and in the time of the Buddha, the Buddha walking, do walking meditation in the morning, he do walking, and some monk even walk after the meal, they walk quite a lot. For me, I found after the meal, Walking is not good for me because let it, my stomach is upset. Maybe I'm getting older and I could not do things fast after the meal. I have to do things slower and sit for a while and maybe start the walk maybe 3 o'clock or maybe 4 o'clock. And we walk. And yesterday we just went to the boot, uh, com complete outdoors chop to get a new pair of boots for the monk because we walk a lot. We do walking a lot. And the monk go for, we call Tudong in Thai, Tutanga, and one of the senior monks, Ajahn Vinita, he walked in the countryside two wells. And Ajahn Omaro, long times ago, when he was four or five years as a monk, he walked 1,800 miles from Jitta Viveka, from 
chittered to Northumberland. Long, long walk, and with with Kun, with Nick, I think with Nick. That exercise, that video. Don't worry. If you want to join the sangha, you still be able to do exercise. <laughs> Hello. Can you teach me kung fu? <laughs> How about Muay Thai? <laughs> I have real one. This one's about love. Um, when I, yeah, when I when I was with my girlfriend before, at the start, it's all good. But after we get closer and closer, I start to take everything she does or doesn't do too personal about me. You know, everything become about me, and when it happened. I don't know. It's happening. I just like angry, uptight, and insecure. But after, when I look back, I feel really stupid. I feel like I'm a bad guy. I do bad things. What happened to me, mate? Maybe the time to ordain then. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good question. Actually, the the love is the the one part of our life. As a monk, people might think, especially Thai, Thai young men, when we ordain, we have no experience with family life or even uh, with the uh, opposite sex. That is very common, especially Tanajan Cha. People approach him and say, you are so lucky. You don't have any family and you don't have suffer. And Rungko Cha called him, come closer, closer. He's going to hit them. Because he, they said that without experience, we'll be okay, right? We, if you don't have girlfriend, you don't have family, you are so pure. But the one who don't have it, looking for it. We're looking for one, and then we waiting for someone who interests in us, and we want, want to be fall, fall in love. Fall in love is so, I don't know how to say, explain, very happy. It's a happy moment. And before I meditate, I didn't know how to meditate. I found love is like absolute something that I'm looking for. But after I learned how to meditate, I compare the love and uh, happiness in in meditation. It's quite different. Ha- happiness with love is like uh, it's tight. And how to say, I always ask the teenager, if you miss someone, is it happy? Or suffer. Most of them say happy. If you miss somebody, you feel happy, but you cannot sleep. But you feel happy. That's how they feel, how they feel. And if you don't have girlfriend, you don't have boyfriend, when you are grow up enough, especially in Thailand, they will ask you, if you go to, into Thailand, people ask you, are you married? Don't be surprised. That is normal, normal question. Are you married? How much you earn? What type of work you do? That is normal. It's like here, the question that when you approach, when you arrive in the somewhere, they will ask you, when are you, when are you going to leave? And for Thai, like, 
I just arrived. Why you ask me when I'm going to leave? That, that is a come back to the love. Before uh, we get close to someone, we look, we look at them from the far distance. It looks very beautiful. Usually, we, when we want to see someone, we look far away. They are beautiful. I quote Ajahn Chayasaro again. He talk. He talk. I love the way he talk. He explain this. We don't want to look too close because it's not it's not beautiful. When you see someone, you don't want to look into her eyes really close, and we got eye wax. Right? We don't want to see that. We have it, but we don't. We don't want to see that. And when she fall asleep, we don't want to see that either, isn't it? And when we stay together, we start to know each other more and more, and we start to know that some part we don't like. In Thai, in in Thai, we call "ru kampuut." "Ru kampuut" is mean that you know everything about that person, and you start to. Don't like them until you be aware a little bit. You feel, oh, I miss it. It's quite normal. It's very normal. One of my friend, he come from Belgium. He just for him, he like love is everything. He say it like this. He not and not exaggerated. Love is everything. It everything. And from him, he like yes. If I'm a young, a teenager, I might I might agree with him. But when I grow up enough, I know that love is not everything. Money is important too, isn't it? Food is important, and helping each other is important. We know how to love someone, but to maintain it, people don't learn that. If you learn it, especially the sotapanna stream entry, the one who really sweet, because he have very good meditation, he have very good generosity. Good-hearted, but he still have sense of love, sexual desire. That the sotapan are very attractive, even he not she she or he not good-looking because she is sweet. That why in Thai culture, we send the young man to the monastery first before they marry. That is a tradition to learn another part of life first to to. Learn that not only family life, you have something else too. My friend, now he's a monk for four, five years now. He was an, when he was an Akarika, he went back to his family. His cousin and his friend, his friend just get, just uh, go together with her. His boyfriend uh, just knew. They just hugging, kissing each other all the time. And compare in the contrast with his cousin. When his wife sit close to him, he said, "What? Isn't it? When you we get closer, we start to know each other. If love, it means that we have them for our happiness. That it caused a lot of suffering. But if we change, we." Love them because we want them to be happy. That is very opposite. If we learn like that, you can have family. Love them because we want them to be happy. That can change a lot, isn't it? We do anything to let that person that we love happy. 
even if we have to just bear in mind, I don't like that one, but because she or he happy, okay, I can bear that. If we change, if we swap like that, very, very different approach. Mostly, when we love someone, it means we want them to make us happy. That it causes a lot of problem in the long run. It's not easy. Usually, when we see someone, we want them to make us happy. If we can swap, it can be like when we love, when a parent love children, love their children, anything children want, parent be able to give. Giving can be maybe I'm not exaggerated, but I would say it the the method of sowing the problem into the, in the world. If you want, if you know how to share and gain the happiness from sharing, and there will be no conflict, because um, happiness most of us know by gaining thing. When we gain thing, then we feel happy. That most people, most most of us feel like that. When we get thing, when we earn thing, we want to earn a lot, get a lot. And this type of happiness is someone gain, someone lose. But another type higher is the happiness from sharing or giving. Dana, generosity, compare like uh, parents. We love children. We love our parents. We give to them. When they're happy, we feel happy. We lot think, but we feel happy. If everyone, most of us, have the same feeling in the family, in the society, and bigger, and bigger, share to the world, I think generosity and giving and want them to be happy. We love them because we want them to be happy. We saw the a lot of problem. Otherwise, we just want to gain more and more, and not everyone can gain like that. Some people, they have ability to gain more. Some people, they have little ability to gain. If we don't know how to share, it can be conflict all the time. We change our attitude toward love. doesn't mean that we want them to... Why don't you do like? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Ask ourselves, you know, what can we give to them to let them feel happy and be happy when we see him happy or her happy? Like that is very very helpful. But uh, the the wise always come after the unwise. When we do something, we feel oh. If I can, if I do like that, it won't be like this. But usually it happens later. That's why the Thai system, Thai society, they ordain, they send the monk to be, they send the young man to ordain when we are 20 and let, let the, let we learn the monastic life first until we cracking joke nowadays. Uh, people ask, uh, the, the, the girl asks why we send the young man to ordain before they marry. And the father said, if they marry first, before they ordain, after they ordain, they never disrobe. You know, you know what I meant? <laughs> they know family light. Okay, no, never disrobe. 
That's just joking. <laughs> Any more question? Question, please. Please. Thank you very much for that insightful talk. I was just wondering if there were things that you missed because you hinted at it when sometimes maybe there's a lack of choice about what you can eat and what you can drink. And it's so refreshing to have the choice to choose a Pepsi or a Coca-Cola. Or... <laughs> Are there certain things like that? that you sometimes miss, and are there other things that are better now than <laughs> before? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> As a monk, uh, we are men, and we are young. Most of us are young men, and most of them are like strong energy, right? What we miss the most is the thing that we're not allowed. It's not allowed. It's, oh, that will look tasty, isn't it? <laughs> and And... It's not something that we miss about food or drink. We, what we miss, if we miss, is something that we, we don't have. It's a tendency of human being. Like Ajahn Chah, when he ordained as a young, young monk, he dreamed about banana. Just dream like a just vivid dream. He wants he, he want to eat banana. And Ajahn Sumato, when he was a samanera, he, he sick, gets sick so badly with malaria, I think, and he just have a really vivid dream that uh, his mother offered him ice cream. That is quite, quite fancy, like, wow, oh, I'm aware. For, for us, we, we quite well look after, and uh, we have done a list, and people can see what we need for the monastery, and usually it's a far more uh, look after, and but the thing that the, the the wanted and the need is quite different, isn't it? The wanted in a lot. I do want a lot. One day, uh, I come to the surgery, and you, you come for Sunday or Wednesday or Tuesday, the, the day that many people come to do the offering. It's plenty of food, and sometimes it's not. It's not like that. It not so many choices. And one day, I just I complain. Yeah, like. I love to complain. And he said, oh, nothing to eat. Nothing to eat. And my friend, his British, he said, nothing. See, nothing. <laughs> because he see every, a lot of things on the server. I mean, the tasty one for me, like, uh, I told the Thai supporter, uh, yes, you come, um, no need to come to with the same thing again and again and again. Because even the good, it won't, it won't make me happy. Today is good, but next, next time come with other things else, please. Otherwise, <laughs> the good thing every day is not good, isn't it? Uh, people sometimes approach us and try to, try to, uh, dictate us, like, you are a monk, you have to be vegetarian. And better not to argue with them like that, because they come with a fixed idea. I try to explain the Buddha, even the, one, one of his monks asked him to make the rule that all the monks should be vegetarian. The Buddha not allowed. He just 
let anyone offer, and even not fall into uh, the killing thing. Yes, they allow. They allow to eat, and come from generosity. They allow to eat. And one of the senior monk in Thailand, he very strict vegetarian, and he have vegetarian restaurant in his in his monastery. The best. If you want to go to Thailand, that monastery is superb. They don't eat meat, but they try to create a soya bean to look like meat. But it looked it looked really tasty, but it's quite expensive. In terms of the food, and when someone offer meat to his monk, some monk go like, yeah. like for us it's all like too extreme. And then he went to see the at that time the master in the south of Thailand is a Ajahn Buddha Dasa. He raised the question to the Ajahn Buddha Dasa, "What do you eat? Do you eat meat or vegetable?" Ajahn Buddha Dasa answer was, "I eat food." He's not satisfied with that. If you eat meat or vegetable, Ajahn Buddha Dasa still, I eat food. He's not happy. He want to know eat or veg- meat or vegetable. And he went to the northeast. The northeast, the, the land of the, we call Ariyapukala, the, the noble one, the Arahan. We, we believe that there's so many Arahan in there, including Ajahn Chah or Ajahn Chah teacher, Ajahn Chah generation, many of them. I don't know it real or not, but me, I believe too. That monk is Ajahn Teh. Ajahn Teh, they said, if an Arahan should be, it should look like him. He's so handsome. Really kind in speech, and when he talk, is polite. That the, an arahan should look like that for me personally. And this monk went to see a chanted in what in Nongkai, and he asked the same question. And you know that a chanted replied, "It quite surprised." He asked, "Do you eat meat or vegetable?" And a chanted replies, "Sorry if I say it impolite, but that a chanted a chanted word." Why you worry about cheat? <laughs> that Ajante, the one who so polite. <laughs> we don't miss, uh, for me, from time to time, like, uh, because I'm young, I'm on day when I was teenager, and when I see someone in the old day, when I see someone drink alcohol, I miss that one too. I feel, wow, look tasty. I feel, when I see someone smoking, I feel, yeah, I remember the taste of it, but it's not allowed, isn't it? It just feel like. And then when I see someone get drunk, you know that the 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 not feng shui, the moheng in in Chinese moheng, the way the, to look up the face reading moheng in Chinese is like a characteristic of someone. If they have face like this, they look it. They're likely to be like that and like that. And if you look at the one who drink alcohol, either the black, white, yellow, they look the same. They look uh, a little bit swollen, and they walk like that no hang of the alcohol at the drinker. And the one who, and Long Paul came from uh, Warwick, he, he, he said he don't want to, talk about it too much because he himself used to drink quite a lot 
but after he involved with the with the the Angulimala, Angulimala, how to call that one chaplaincy in the in the prison, he now he want to talk about this more because ninety five percent of someone who is in jail at the moment, they're not a good, not a bad person, but because they have alcohol involved with what they did, that's why they have they end up in jail. That's why he said very focused on the fifth precept. That the main thing, please be careful, really careful, extra careful. That I would like. I don't mean that I don't want to drink alcohol or anything like that. I just found sometimes when I see someone drink alcohol, I just feel, oh, I used to be stupid like that too. But I love it because it enjoy like you talk to friend, no shame, and then enjoy it and sing so sing a song, play guitar, even if not come together, not in June, but it look a lot of fun. <laughs> and worry about society, sing a live music, like have to change society. Society is not good, but me myself could not change. Better change myself first before change society. The thing that we miss the most is the good-hearted of people. We, for me, I when I see someone doing something good, I develop, I develop a rapture very quickly. That is my ability. That I not boast out of a psychic power or anything. It's just something that the Buddha encouraged us to learn the pity. No, no. Pamocha, piti, sukha, samadhi, and panya. Pamocha, piti, sukha, samadhi, and panya. This one, most uh, all practitioners should try to develop. Pamocha uh, uh, is like a, a little bit joyful. When you do something good, or you see someone doing something good, or you're just joyful in what are you doing, that the ability of the mind we can do. No need to, yeah, we can joy, we can be joyful, enjoy in, in anything. Some people don't like that. They complain, they're mourning in everything. It's not right. Oh, no, it, it, we develop, we can, we can create it, this thing. I don't miss any, any food. Anything that I I need very well looked after. What I miss the most is generosity. The good-hearted of people. When I see someone treats us like normal human being, I love it. Just smile. Just see someone and smile. Say hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> it's good enough, isn't it? We just treat each other like uh, feel normal. If human being, we not space, we not so special, but we think we are posh. The posh one, it look like. Thank you for asking. Yes, please wait for the microphone. Um. I, I heard what you were saying about giving. I have a friend who's mentally, got mental health problems. And when he gets his money, he gives it all away. And then he goes begging. 
So I, I buy him something to eat, and then he wants me to give money to the beggars as well. And so he wants me also not to have any money. He wants to, so I think uh, his giving is not healthy for him because uh, he needs to, to look after himself as well. I wonder what, what you might think about that. Uh, if he is a practitioner, he will know how to do something um, we call vichaya uh, danang. Vichaya is mean investigate or uh, think carefully first before you do something. Danang is giving. Yeah. As a Buddhist, it doesn't mean that you keep everything away and then you don't keep anything for yourself. If you know uh, the learn learn the principle of the practitioner as a lay person, we have kihi pati pati in Pali, like a lay people uh, uh, way of living. He devised the last time, I think, Ajahn Amaro talked about how to divide your wealth into four parts. One is uh, feed your family, one is for one part is for uh, safe for the future, and one part is for um, I could not remember exactly four of them, but check on Google, and there four four of them, <laughs> and they said, and they, you could not you don't just keep anything away, and you you don't have anything for yourself that is not dhamma vijaya, is not vijaya dhanang. When we before we give, we have to know first how and when and who. We don't just give away anything. Yeah. Like we break the dana quality into many many level. Like if you give to individual, individual we call we call bukalikatana. Bukalikatana is mean you keep into in individual, like give to the Buddha, for example, give to an arahant, give to the monk, give to the beggar, give to the animal, give to the robber. That depend on what type of quality, and you get punya, and you get the merit. Depend on how good of their rank, of their will, or or quality of the heart. If you give to the Buddha, it means that very good, but still not the best. If you give to the baker, good, but it's not the best. If you give to animal, good too. But compare the level of give to animal compared to give to the, the one who have higher quality, the one who have higher quality, you gain more like a the feeling that you have. Oh, so example, you give to someone that you love, you feel more happy. If you give to someone that you don't like, you feel different. And you give someone to going to harm you, you might regret afterward. And you have to investigate first. Dhamma vichaya. The vichaya thanang is the, the thing that we have to learn. To not just give without thinking or try to give to the monk. In Thailand, some group, they've told their student to keep everything away. And the monks start to be very rich. And the lay people... Some of them even have to sell their property. There some people do like that. They think about the far future in the heaven, in the future. It's quite easy to do like that. I think in Christianity, I think uh, 500 years, 1,000 years ago, 
before they build their build the uh, Saint Peter in Italy, I think they sell ticket like this too. You can buy, you can buy heaven. If you give more money, you get guarantee to the heaven. That is not. Uh, in in Buddhist, we have to do with wisdom, not just give away everything and give to everyone, and you not have anything for yourself. It's not like that. Give have enough need and the want is quite different. You you have enough need like a requisite. In you have lead in Pali in over there. That one in English, I think, wisely reflecting. I use the rope, I use armed food, I use the lodging, I use the medicine. If you can follow that principle and all the rest, you can keep away. Basic need, you need it first. Shelter, rope, and requisite like this. Food is basic thing you need. And medicinal, basic thing you need. You have to have it first before you, the extra, what I think, what I try to tell is the giving. It means that you give the extra, and it can be like a balanced way to, because some people they know how to gain, but they lost ability to 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 feel happy. They gain more, but they they don't feel happy. Some people they don't gain anything. They don't have anything. They develop ability to be happy. That in meditation, for example, or you think in the right way, or you have the proper panya wisdom, know everything, know the truth, and you feel happy. No need to have anything. But most of us, we don't feel like that. We need to gain more, and we need to earn more before we feel happy. Some people, they earn more, but they don't feel happy. It means it looks like they earn one point, and they lot. They lose one point, and plus one and minus one become zero all the time. Get one and lost one become zero all the time. What I meant in by giving is you have basic need for yourself and for your family. Close to us first before you think about the world. Close to us first. The one who close to us. Our, we love ourselves the most. We Feed at the both the the best first, and our family and bigger and bigger like that. In not the idealistic, I have to we have to keep to the uh, Islam seeker or the someone who really far away. Think about them before we even look after it ourselves. I think it's too idealistic. I if he practiced Buddhism, I think he might he will change his his perspective of giving. But maybe he. He loved that. He might enjoy it. Baker is not a bad thing, isn't it? Be somewhere that when someone gives something to you, the push bump. Go, wow, he's so generous. He goes, oh, enjoy. I don't want to eat it. I want to share it with my friend. It can be like that too. Many monks do like that. Many monks just okay, go for arms round, go for walk for two, three weeks. Just sometimes have someone feed them, sometimes don't. But they're still happy. And been, <laughs> this one is a, a cracking joke, another one. The monk, when we go for Tudong in Thailand, we go wandering around. Before we go, we pack our thing quite heavy, a lot of things. And after first day, the second day, the third day, we start to be generous. 
because the thing that we think is necessary, we need it, it starts to be heavy. We start to ask them, do you want this? <laughs> Actually, it's not real generosity. It's just too heavy and we found out it's not that important for our work. <laughs> Would you like this? <laughs> or when we go for arm, arms round in the surgery, my eye is always bigger than my stomach. That it, I need to eat that one. It's so, and, and, and sometimes it's so hungry. Just, I just want to eat everything. After I start to eat, oh, so many left in my bowl. Yeah, do you want this one? <laughs> Ask my friend. And just, and yeah, oh, generosity come after. <laughs> Please uh, in, uh, encourage your friend. Just do basic thing first. Have basic. Good luck. <laughs> I think it's the time for the talk today. Thank you very much to, for coming to listen to the talk.